all been put in those situations where the night is coming to an end, you're leaving the restaurant with her, and now you're both thinking that something may or may not happen, but nobody really says anything. You're feeling a little bit of anxiousness, and she probably is about 10 times worse, which is totally normal. But what I'm going to ask my fellow guys out there today to do is going to take the psychology to a whole other level that you've never experienced in your entire life. And hey, by the way, if you've done this before and you're a guy, kudos to you because it's not easy. And if you think it's common sense, that's fine too. But if common sense was common, everybody would have it. But before I tell you guys about this, I want to tell all of you about our good friends over at Water on Levy Streetwear Company. They're a small startup t-shirt company. I can eliminate the word small because they're growing rather fast. That just keeps on growing day after day. But more importantly, their products, including their graphic t-shirts, is what keeps bringing people back and what keeps people staying and interested. They pretty much have every kind of design from every aspect of life, whether it's pop culture, sports, you name it, they probably have it. Also, you can check out their off-white collection and the Eric Emanuel brand shorts, which I personally love. There isn't a sharper look when working out, and it gives you a little bit of flair and confidence that you need when maxing out your reps. But don't think I forgot about all of you. You can head over to wateronlevy.com, that is L-E-V-E-E.com, and use my code ANT15 at checkout for 15% off of your next order. And they recently just partnered with yours truly, of course, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and the list keeps on growing. It's always good to support a small business, especially during this past crazy year. And again, you can head over to wateronlevy.com and use my code ANT15 for 15% off of your next order. You will be glad that you did. So I'm sure that most of you do like what every guy does leading up to the first date. And as you go on more of them, you know this, it gets a little bit easier and the anxiousness and worry kind of goes down a bit. But again, it depends on the girl. And that's totally fine, by the way. But you get into your head a little bit and you kind of play over all of the possible scenarios that could go down and you try and have an answer for everything. By the way, I don't advise or recommend this because she's going to be able to see right through it. But your goal, obviously, is to keep her coming back. I mean, you're taking her out, obviously, so that's the goal. At least I'd hope so. So the chemistry could be super good and the tension could be really high. And you and her probably can imagine what's going to happen when you leave each, leave like with each other. And I mentioned this already, like even when the night is coming to an end and you're still feeling anxious and uneasy, this still happens if you think something is going to happen. It's just the way that it goes and there's nothing wrong with it. But what I'm going to advise all of you out there, especially my guys today, will have her so obsessed with you, you won't even know how to act. So... You're going into the date and you're doing your normal thing, whatever that looks like. But before you pick her up or meet up with her, whatever you're doing, you need to set the ground rules with yourself regardless of how well the night may end up going. And by the way, positive vibes only. But even if it gets to the point where you're in your head and you think about it in the moment and you're like, damn, I'm just going to use this on the next girl. Hopefully like that's not your mindset, but don't let it happen. The next first date that you go on, single guys out there, you're going to want to do this and you will thank me later as many of you have this past year. So the ground rules are rather simple. And again, maybe some of you have done this and if you have kudos to you, but it's not easy for especially guys out there. 
The first date, do not try and kiss her, and most importantly, do not try and fuck her. Period. End of story. I don't give a shit how good the chemistry is, how high the tension is. Do not engage in this act, and I'll explain why. But I also want to caution all of you to not cut back on, like, rising the tension or even increasing the chemistry as you have that night with her and continue to talk and have those good conversations. Continue being you, being authentic, and more importantly, keep vibing with her. But you also cannot let it be known to her that you're, like, nervous at the end of the night that nothing's going to happen, which... By the way, if, even if it's going really well, she might want it to happen and she also might not want it to happen. So that's also something you got to figure out as well. But you, again, start getting into your head before you go of like, what should I do? What shouldn't I do? Get into your head before you go. You are not going to do this. And I'm going to explain why you are not going to do this. And also, we've had these conversations on previous episodes about how nice guys finish off where they started, meaning in last place, which I get it, totally understand it, respect it, and it makes a lot of sense in a lot of situations. But in this instance, really going to help all of you guys have her thinking about you like you maybe even think about her. Maybe a question you're wondering right now is like, why am I asking you to do this? And keyword here, ask. I'm not telling you I never will tell you to do anything. I'm just asking you and advising you, trying to help you navigate this portion of your life from the experiences that I've had. Also, it's very easy to just say this and it's a lot different to actually effectively do it. But one thing you're going to want to do, create options for yourself and you have to do it because if you don't have options, you're then going to maybe potentially blow over an opportunity with her at the end of the night to get intimate and maybe again, even increases that potential relationship or whatever you guys have. And you're really going to be kicking yourself because you didn't do it. So you got to create options for yourself. So if something doesn't work out, you're going to be totally fine. But I'm asking you to do this only if you want her to think about you nonstop. That's that's really it. If you don't, then I guess you're not going to want to do this. But it also entails like a shit ton that's going to speak for itself on the date, meaning vibes. And you also continually have to be that kind, genuine and somewhat vulnerable guy to her on the first date. Don't let out everything, but you got to be a little bit vulnerable. Everybody loves that a little bit. And more importantly, guys don't do this enough and should hear this. We have two ears for a reason. Actually listen to what she has to say because that's going to let the conversation go in so many directions. And if you're able to sit there and actually you're thinking to yourself, wow, she's talking more than me, but it's not super crazy, you're going to have a really good time and she's probably going to like you. But what usually happens if the night goes really well, again, positive vibes only, which it should, is she's going to get home and once you take her home, drop her off, you can text her and just make sure she got in. And she's probably thinking to herself, like, this guy checked somewhat of the boxes for me. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. And now she's thinking to herself, I've never, like, had an experience like that. And more importantly, the guy didn't try and do anything with me, and she's probably used to guys trying to do shit with her all the time. Every guy in the world does on the first date. Tell me another instance where it doesn't happen, unless the girl clearly stops it, which, again, that's fine, too. But when you drop her off that night, do not text her, FaceTime her, Snapchat her, any way of contact that night, 
make it known to her that you have other shit going on, you have priorities, and actually do something the rest of that night, depending on the time, I can guarantee the next morning when you wake up, she is going to be texting you. You will have a text on your phone from her from either later that night before she went to bed, and then when she wakes up again, let her text you first. I always have these conversations with people about, oh, the guy should always engage and do these things that create conversation. I also believe it's healthy for the girl to do the same thing because if she wants to contact you, she will find every which imaginable way to do it. So you're in the next morning now and she's thinking to herself, well, damn, I'm still waiting to hear from this guy. We had a really good night, treated me well, and he didn't try and do shit that every single guy does. I can tell you right now, you're already in the driver's seat because she's thinking about you. And I'm telling you as someone who literally had been doing this since, I want to say June, but we'll say July, just to be safe. Uh, I have not ran into an instance where this tactic hasn't worked to where the girl at least is more obsessed. Is that the word? Yeah, we'll use it. With you at least a longer period than where maybe that night you decided to do something with her. And it was good. It was fun. But the next day, maybe she's really not that into you. And you got to create some intriguingness about yourself, some interesting characteristics that she's going to wonder about. And this is going to allow that to happen. And by the way, this isn't even fucked up, guys. Like you're not even you don't look like a bad guy at all in this situation. And actually, more than anything, it's respectful to her that you genuinely want things to go past that first date with her. And rightfully so. But we also always know the downside of doing shit with her because, again, in the moment, if the vibe was calling for it, usually maybe the next day, she's not as obsessed as I just mentioned. And this is, again, where we get to the reverse psychology method where she is now obsessed with you. And by the way, guys, I'm sure you've ran into your fair share of instances with girls who literally have done the same shit to you. Think about it doing it to her because she's literally not going to be able to stop thinking about you, at least I'd hope so. And I've done it with a lot of people, and I can just leave it at that. You're not getting the number from me. Anyway, there are probably some skeptics out there, and that's totally fine. And you're probably asking, well, if the date doesn't go well, should I still use this tactic? And my answer to that is simply, if the date doesn't go well, it probably wasn't happening for you anyway, so no harm, no foul whatsoever. And if for some reason she doesn't become obsessed with you after following that tactic or whatever you want to call it to a T, let me hear about it. You know where I'm at on social media and you can email the show standardprocedurepodcast at gmail.com and tell us all about it. But I'm telling you guys, literally is something that I have been testing since July. I really was like depending on like different time frames and and the way we, we do episodes here. I wanted to release it a lot sooner. But I think ending the year on this is, is a right like tone because you're now going to be going into 21, assuming that's when you hear this or maybe a little bit earlier. And you're going into 21 thinking, all right, like we're going to change the game a little bit and we're not going to give ourselves up. We're going to be hard to get just like the girl you're probably going after, which you should be going after those girls that are hard to get because they probably offer a little bit more. They hold themselves a lot higher and all of the above. Just trust me on this one, guys. I really have been waiting to release this. And what I found is 
simply amazing. I'm just telling you right now, I didn't try this with maybe you guys think 15, 20, 25 girl. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people, a lot of girls. I don't know why I'm saying people. A lot of girls that were involved in this and every single time it works. So be mindful of it. If you already knew it and what I mentioned already is common sense, well, good for you. You're ahead of the game and ahead of the curve and that's obviously a good thing. Also, before we get up on out of here, I want to thank all of you guys for making this past year possible. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. And again, I want to go over just really quickly some things just to keep in the back of your mind for this upcoming year. I don't want to like dire on it, but just to be mindful of, and it's always good to think about what's coming next. One thing to, to keep in mind for 21 Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And by the way, the first time that I heard that phrase, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, I had to sit there and think to myself, like you're probably doing right now, and think what that means. What that means is simply like when you feel a sense of this is not normal and a little bit different, see where it takes you. And this could be anything in your life, career, relationships, you name it. See where it takes you because this probably means that something is unpredictable And hey, by the way, you should always be unpredictable outside of your career, of course, because that makes you immensely more attractive and not boring. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Also, this past year taught us that looking forward never felt so good, and you guys will always continue to look forward. But one thing I caution you on this, and this really hits home with me too, I'm really looking forward to like what's obviously going on with baseball and and obviously the podcast too, but baseball is like really at the forefront of this and the opportunity and all that good stuff. But I've also been advised from many people around the the game and in the industry to really understand and appreciate the process. And all of you can do that in your lives, in your career, your relationships, your friends. Appreciate what you have now, even if it's not what you want at this point. And you have to understand Shit's probably not going to happen overnight and you have to have some sense of patience. Like everybody wants this thing that they're, they're just, you can feel it like literally in your bones when you think about it, I want it now. And sure, that's great. You have drive, you have passion, all of the above, which by the way, guys, is immensely attractive to girls and I think you know this too. But when you have it, you want it now. And I just caution all of you, be patient and telling you as someone who is really looking forward to figuring this shit out, Uh, it's something that you got to just deal with. Another challenge that I have for all of you next year is something that I really took upon this year, especially maybe before the pandemic, but probably somewhere around when it hit just because of the traveling situation that I had going on. Learn to understand why people in your life or people even you have conversations with strangers, whatever, feel the way that they do and think about what they're telling you and just like try and get into their shoes without having some internal reaction. So if someone's having a conversation with you, you're having a conversation with someone, it doesn't matter. Try and think of where they're coming from. Think of their perspective. Even if you don't have any experience and you don't know anything about them really at all, try and get into their shoes and, and think to yourself, why is this person telling me this right now? Why is it important? And sure, sometimes it might not always be important. And that again, I get that as well. But just be mindful that when you're in conversations with people, spend less time thinking on 
your response, which obviously should always be well thought out, all the above, but try and really get to understand and know where that person is coming from. And even sometimes in the conversation, you guys know this too, feed it back to them because they're going to think to themselves, wow, this person like really gets me and really understands me, but it's so damn true. So that's just a little challenge I have for you. You'll thank me later for that as well. Also this past year, I know for me too, like your pursuit of happiness only became clear. Like you realized during the lockdown quarantine, whatever the hell you want to call it, like what you want to do and and where you want to go in your life. And that pursuit of it really became clear with so much time to think about it. And even if it didn't, and you had all of this uncertainty and you're still feeling anxious about what is coming next, that is totally fine too and normal. But this past year taught us a shit ton about where we are going and what that pursuit of happiness for us looks like. And I know, I think one thing we're going to do with the upcoming year with the podcast, and again, we got to figure out what's going to happen with the baseball situation, is adding more of a personable touch. I feel like that is going to draw people in a little bit more. And again, I'm immensely open really about everything and anything. I mean, you guys know this from seeing me on social media with stories, with Q&As with people, with the website, with all of the above. I mean, I'm pretty open. And again, to do a podcast like this made me extremely vulnerable this past year, especially with girls. I had some girls that got turned off about it and it's fine. Like, I don't give a shit. I'll be fine. But I also met some really good people because of it that are in the industry doing similar things, guys, girls, whatever, you name it. So I'm actually really glad that I really don't have any regrets. But I I know like for this year, for me, it was, again, I, I get it. It was tough for a lot of people. And if you had people affected by this thing, I get it too. But, you know, this past year, like just looking at me innately and my innate self, I had the best year of my entire life. I mean, I traveled the most I ever traveled. I think getting out of college allowed that to kind of happen. I met more people than I ever did. And like, I just changed into this person that is just now, like you look five years ago and I tell you guys this, but it is super true. And people that I know say this all of the time, that person you were five years ago and the person that you are today, like it is not even in the vicinity. Like those people probably wouldn't even be friends to be completely honest with you. And again, I get it. Time probably allowed that to change and for the better. And maybe some of you have experienced this in your lives, but it really, really has fast tracked. Maybe the sports thing helped. God knows who, like God knows what really kind of facilitated that process. But uh, 2020 for me was a hell of a year, even though the pandemic happened. I really, you know, thought about it and thought about the people affected. Of course, like that's clearly very important. And people that are affected by this, uh, we feel for you. And that's just a tough situation. But uh, I think one thing that we all kind of learned too was this thing isn't going away. I think we're going to have to learn to live with it. And every year, you know, it's going to get mixed in with the flu. At least that's from like what I've heard from people that I know that work in the medical industry and kind of what they have seen. Sure, there's a vaccine and it can really help, especially people who are high risk, if that's the term you want to use, or older people. But you get into that situation where you don't know if it's going to be 100% effective because, again, if you get a flu shot, that doesn't mean you're guaranteed against getting the flu. Now, it definitely, like, prevents it. And, again, I get it. Flu and the virus are totally different things. 
I probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but a little bit of common sense. I think that everybody understands. And look, this past year was pretty crazy and it taught us a lot. And the experience really has always been the greatest teacher. And it was the biggest wake up call of a year that I have ever seen that probably you and your parents and your grandparents have ever seen in your entire life. And that is totally fine and well. But we're going to get through it, power through it, get through 21. We'll be totally fine. So I want to thank all of you for continuing to listen week after week. And if you're new, welcome. The best is hopefully yet to come. we got to figure out what the fuck's going on with baseball. But uh, without none of you guys, this really wouldn't be possible. And I mentioned already before, we were around episode 10 or 11. And that's like the, the point that I had for everybody that works on this show would be, is this show going to survive or is this show going to die? And if the ratings weren't going up, we were going to shut it down. But you guys made this possible. You guys made this, again, possible for me to just be able to give you a little bit of insight into my life and just some experience things that are going to hopefully help help you. And I think, again, if you've listened to every episode and you've been along for the ride this whole entire time, you probably know me better than some of people close in my life that have titles, friends, family, you name it, because I've really been vulnerable and that's not something that I used to really do. But if it can help one person, let alone thousands, hundreds of thousands, whatever, that is my goal and always will be my intention. So speaking of goals, we're almost done here. My voice is literally about to go, as you guys can probably tell through this podcast. The goal for 21 is to keep doing episodes every week. I think maybe some reboots of the ones from this past year, and that's something that has been really like beneficial of doing a podcast. Uh, what is the word here? Genre that we do in relationships and self-help is that you can reboot episodes, especially with relationships, because, for example, we had the, the first episode on May 1st talking about how to DM on Instagram. There's probably some th- some things that are, are really good from there still, but we all know that times change and trends change and, you know, you got to figure out what is best. So maybe some of that stuff from then, if you're going back to listen, sure is fine. It's probably cool to see how that whole thing played out, but it doesn't guarantee that it might still work. So we can reboot episodes and I'm really like excited about that. But the main thing, and I think this always will be at the forefront Regardless of rebooting or not rebooting, getting new episodes, we're always going to try and give you the best content possible, regardless of what we do in that regard. But uh, we're still trying to figure out here, everybody that's involved in this show, like what's going to happen when the baseball season starts. And clearly, I'll keep all of you posted on that. I'd love to be able to continue to do this at least once a week. But again, I know that the uh, optics of that aren't great, uh, at least for my situation. So I'll definitely have to keep you in the loop and obviously I will. So I, I don't really think I'm going to know anything at least right now. And again, this could change. I probably won't know anything until the middle of January, maybe closer to February because with, you know, our situation, we got to figure out what's going on, what city, what team, whatever, but also like we got to figure it out sooner rather than later because, you know, mini camp starts and then spring training starts and all that stuff too. So that definitely has to be figured out. But uh, I want to thank again all of you guys for really a great year. 
I love all of you. I really do mean that. And one last piece of advice I have for all of you, girl, guy, whatever you are, is take the high road in 21. The view is so much better. And I can equate this to driving state to state, traveling. If you ever you know drove in a car as a kid or even maybe like to do that still. I like flying. It's a little bit more convenient. But you ever get to that point where you're like driving in a, a different place and you're kind of driving around mountains or hills and you're at the top and there's like an overlook and you're driving, you can see it and you can like look down into the terrain, into the city. Remember like, and you you know how this feels, like what that looks like and, and you, you know what you're thinking in your mind. The view is just so much better when you take the high road figuratively and literally, guys. Don't involve yourself in shit you don't need to involve yourselves in. Trust me, I, I've seen this play out with a ton of people. Just not worth it. Take the high road. Even if someone comes at you, unless it's super crazy, then you got to deal with it in that way. Just take the high road. It's so much better, guys. I can promise you on that. So I hope all of you have a safe New Year's. I'm going to be in Miami. So if you're going to be there and you hear this before New Year's, hit me up on Instagram and we'll see what's shaking. Still trying to figure out what uh what the plan is and what the plans are uh enjoy the music i usually say picked by the great producer of the podcast but she is out of the country so we're handling things here this week so hopefully you like it and if not she'll be back to taking care of all of that in our next episode in the new year so uh i'll talk to all you guys later i love you guys peace out